You're listening to the weekly Parsha podcast with Ari Goldwag, recorded with Hashem's never-ending assistance in Ramah B'Shem Yisrael 5784, 2023. This week's Parsha is Parsha's Vayeshev, and our Parsha has the beginning of the exile, the first exile of the Jewish people, Yaakov Avinu. He has his 12 sons, Yosef HaTzadik, was 17 years old, he was young, inexperienced in leadership. And he ended up being sold in our parsha and sent down to Egypt. And ultimately, the entire Jewish people, all 70 souls, would go down to Egypt following after Yosef. Now the Medrash, in speaking about this, gives us a few different points to ponder. Let's read the Medrash together. Yosef Hurad Mitzrayma says the Pasuk, Yosef was brought down to Egypt. Ksiv, the Medrash brings the Pasuk in Hosea chapter 11, verse 4. Bechavle Adam em shechem. And we're going to read a few different lines from the same Pasuk, from the same verse. And we're going to understand that there are two different aspects here that are implied by this verse. One of them has to do with the Jewish people generally. One of them has to do with Yosef HaTzadik himself, Joseph specifically. And it's important to understand from the outset that the Jewish people as a whole are a unit. And we also have our leaders. We have those who lead the the entire Jewish people. Yosef is meant to be and he will be ultimately a leader to his brothers, a leader to the Jewish people. And his destiny, just as all of the leaders of the Jewish people throughout time, the destiny of a Yosef, the destiny of a Jewish leader, is intertwined and parallels the entire Jewish people as well. So, let's see, the first drasha that we'll see here has to do with the Jewish people. Bechavle Adam em Shechem says the verse in Hosea that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, God says, I will use chavalim, I will use uh, ropes, human ropes, to pull them. Elu Yisrael, who is Adam? Who is the Adam of this verse, the human, that the verse is speaking of when it speaks of the fact that Hashem is going to draw us with, with ropes, He's going to pull us down? Elu Yisrael, down, here doesn't mean down in in, in in a negative way, but it means he's going to bring us down to Egypt and we're going to experience the exile which ultimately has a positive purpose, as we'll see. So who is being drawn? It's the people of Israel. We are referred to as Adam, as as a human. Mashcheni acharecha narutza. As the Pasuk says, draw me after you. It's in Shira Shirim, the Song of Songs. The Jewish people say to Hashem, draw us after you, and we will run after you. So the concept of drawing, which is in the Pasuk and Hosea, Hashem says, I will draw you humans with ropes. It's a reference to the fact that we are drawn after Hashem. With chains of love, God says, I love you. I love you. So, it's important to understand, as we read the Pesukim, which are talking about Hashem, 
drawing us down to a place which seems negative, and Hashem is chaining us with chains of love, it seems to be a stira, a contradiction. You don't chain the person that you love. To chain is to lahgbil, to, to limit somebody. But somehow, in the limitation, in the difficulty, in the exile, there's an expression of love. Says the Pasuk in Hosea, I will be to them like one who puts upon them a yoke. Why? Hashem is going to give power to our enemies, to have power over us, to put a yoke on us. We're going to go into exile, we're going to be meshubed, we're going to be subservient to the Egyptians, in the Egyptian exile, to the Babylonians, in the Babylonian exile, etc., on through time, down till today, where we are subservient to the world of Adam, to the world of Yishmael, to the Arab world, to the West. Why, why is this happening? It has to do with their cheeks. The Jewish people have to experience exile because of the mistakes that we made, something that we said wrong. The Jewish people in the Midbar, in the wilderness, we said the words, these are your God who took you out of Egypt, but we, we said this about a false god, about an idol, about the golden calf. So we've done something wrong. We've done something negative, which, excuse me, Hashem has to therefore send us into exile, into Gullus. But ultimately, the Pesach says, slowly, you're going to, the Jewish people is going to ultimately be able to eat to eat? What does it mean? Animata alem achilas harbe. Hashem says ultimately there's going to be a reward to the, for the Jewish people. We've done wrong, we experience exile, but at the end of the exile we pay off our debts and we, we get reward for the good that we've done or perhaps even the exile as we've spoken about previous weeks, the exile is heavier than, than it should be, or it's heavier than Hashem intended it so to speak. And ultimately, we get reward for the challenges and difficulties. As the Pesach says in Telem, Yehi pisas bar ba'aretz. There's going to be ultimately that the Jewish people are going to experience a, a, an ability to eat. What is the ability to eat? It means that we'll have all of our needs taken care of, all of our parnasa, all of our livelihood will be provided. So, we have like a purview, a large view of really the history of the Jewish people. It starts with mistakes, results in exile, but ultimately in the Messianic age we will experience the reward for all the challenges and difficulties that we've gone through in all of the mitzvahs, all of the ways that we've tried to fulfill the will of Hashem. So that's in regards to the Jewish people as a whole, but it's also true in regards to Yosef. Who is this Adam who's going to be, who is this human who's going to be drawn down to Egypt? Zay Yosef. This is a reference to Joseph. Because it speaks about drawing the human, and it speaks about drawing Yosef 
and raising him up out of the boar, out of the pit that he was thrown into. With chains of love, right? There was a love that Yaakov had, a Jacob that Jacob had, a special love for Yosef, and it resulted in Yosef and Joseph being sold to Egypt. So there's a chain, there's a negative result of the love, but there's a clear love that Yaakov had for Yosef, and we could say perhaps, we could extend it, that if Yaakov, who is the the Tiferes, his face is chakuk, is engraved on the throne of Hashem's glory, if Yaakov loved Yosef, so there's a specialness that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has for Yosef as well. Just like we saw before that the Jewish people, their enemies have a certain power over them, so too, Yosef, he was subjugated by his enemies, says the Medrash, It's the wife of Potiphar. Right, he had a tremendous nisayon. She tried to convince him to do something wrong with her, to do to to behave licentiously. And he refused. He ended up in jail. So he ended up in jail because of his enemies who were given dominion over him. Kol Kach Lama, why did he have to experience this? What did Yosef do wrong that he ended up in jail and that he had to go through all of this alechehem, just like we saw with the Jewish people that there was something that they said that was wrong, that caused us to have to go into Gauls, to go into exile. Yosef, as an individual, also had said something wrong, and therefore needed to go through these challenges and difficulties. What was it? The Pasuk says, and tells us, that Yosef took the wrong approach with his brothers, he brought a negative report back to their father about his brothers. And as a result of that, he wasn't yet fitting to be the leader of his brothers. We could say the Jewish people as well. When we said, when we spoke of an idol as if it was the one who took us out of Egypt, we proved that we're not yet ready to be the leaders of mankind, to, to guide all of humanity towards the one God, towards one God, towards Hashem. And so just like the Jewish people had to go through exile after exile to be purified from the mistakes that we made, so too Yosef had to go through an exile, a personal exile, in order to be redeemed from the mistakes that he made. This Soif, what is the end of Yosef? In a parallel way to what we saw with the Jewish people, Ve'at Elov Oichel Achilles Harbe. In the end, Yosef is redeemed from jail. He's brought out. And he experiences a personal redemption and ultimately becomes the leader over the entire Jewish people, all of, over all of Egypt. But ultimately, because of his trials and travails, because of the challenges that he went through that made him into a greater person, that he stayed committed to God through it all, Yosef would be somebody who would become a great person, who would have the Achilles Arbe. He would have the reward waiting for him at the end of that long tunnel. That's the first piece in the Medrash. So it's so important to know 
that the Jewish people generally, when we look at the Jewish people's history, we've gone through such challenges, and we bear responsibility for the mistakes that we made, and therefore we have these challenges, but ultimately our challenges cleanse us and bring us to our ultimate awesome future. And Yosef, the leader of the Jewish people, personally had a parallel type of experience through his life, which ultimately he was redeemed from and rose above and became the leader he was supposed to be. And so it's it's really something which each and every one of us can learn from in our personal lives. But I'd like to share with you one more piece in the Medrash, which is profound. Another explanation of this Pasuk, the Pasuk says that Yosef was brought down to Egypt. The Yosef who Ashalit. Pasuk also says later on that Yosef was the leader, he became the leader ultimately over all of Egypt. Yosef the Pasuk says that Yosef was brought down to Egypt. But the Medrash indicates that even when he was brought down to Egypt, it looks like he's being brought down and he's going to be a slave. He's being forcibly brought down. But within the word Hurad, which means he was brought down, there's also an implication that he's going to already, from the first moment that he's brought down, the word hurai can also mean the the sor, the shoresh, the root of the word, is the same as the word to to have dominion over. Like we see in the Pasuk, Yerd Mi Yom Ad Yom. Pasuk refers to the dominion from one sea to the other sea. And that indicates that indicates the fact that in Yosef's being brought down to Egypt, it was already determined, it was already predestined that he was to be the leader over Egypt, he was going to have dominion over them. The Pasuk says in regards to King Solomon, Shlomo HaMelech uses the same word, he ruled over all of the people on the other side of the river. So, the Pasuk also indicates, there's there's another application of this Pasuk, which, in, on one hand, their, the Yosef was able to rule over them by their choice, right? Paro chose Yosef ultimately to lead, to rule over Egypt. But there was also an aspect of him ruling over them against their will. He took control. That's the first part of the measure. So it's very powerful because what it means is at the beginning of the story when everything seems terrible, it's already planted. The, the end is embedded in the beginning. The seed of Yosef's future leadership over Egypt and his leadership over the Jewish people. It's already planted. The dreams that he had, they're already waiting to happen. Everything that he's going to go through is just a tahalich. It's, it's a process that he needs to go through in order to be the person 
that can be the leader. But it's already, it's already there from the beginning. It's very interesting. We go through challenges and difficulties in our lives, and it seems so dark, and it seems so difficult. But Hashem knows where this challenge is really going to bring us. He knows the salvation that's waiting for us at the end. And it's already there in the first moment, even though we don't see it. Says the Medrash another aspect. The word hurad, which means that Yosef is, is being brought down, can also be read as hurid, he brought down somebody else. Because there is someone else who's being brought down with Yosef ultimately, and that is Yaakov, his father Jacob. What does it mean? There's a positive aspect here the Medrash is pointing out. Rebrechia says in the name of Yehuda Bar Siman, Amar Lepara. It's analogous to a cow. That it was time to, for the cow to be brought to be slaughtered. To the slaughterhouse. It didn't want to go. It sensed where it was being brought. Me'asula. What did they do to this cow? Mashchu es benalefaneha. They took the, the baby cow and they drew the baby cow in front of, they pulled the baby cow in front of the mother cow. And because the mother cow saw its baby cow, it followed after the baby cow to the place that it didn't really want to go. In a parallel way, Yaakov Jacob and the Jewish people, it was promised that they would go into exile. And really they should have been brought down into exile in chains in a difficult way, not in such a good way. Jacob is my, my firstborn son. He's my, he's my chosen one. And I'm going to bring him down to Egypt in an embarrassing way. What could I do? I, how could I bring him down? I could maybe put an idea in Pharaoh's heart that should cause him to be brought down in an embarrassing way, in a public way. I don't want to do that. Hashem said, I'm going to pull Yosef down to Egypt. Right? And I want to add in. And he won't see him for 22 years and, uh, and it won't be possible for Yosef to come up to, to Yaakov. And so, Yaakov, when he has the opportunity finally to, to see his son Yosef, he's going to follow. Even though Egypt is not the place that he wants to be, he knows it's a spiritually decadent location. Nevertheless, just like the mother cow is drawn after its baby, Yaakov is going to be drawn after his son. So, there's... There's a very positive aspect within the negative aspect. This is how the Gullus begins, the exile begins, which Kal Yisrael has to go through. We have to experience this challenge and this difficulty. But it could happen in a worse way. It could look much worse than it looks. It could be done in a way that is an embarrassment for Yaakov. And instead it's done in a way 
which is an honor for Yaakov, when Yaakov arrives in Egypt, comes in front of Pharaoh, gives him a blessing. So, we have to also, I believe that what it's teaching us is, we go through difficult times, we go through challenges, we need to look for the positive, even within the negative. And the last point here, the measure says, is that besides for Yosef being brought down, which really means bringing down his father, there's someone else that's brought down with Yosef. That besides for Yosef going down himself, besides for him drawing down Yaakov ultimately, the Divine Presence went down with him as well. How do we know this? That the Divine Presence went with him. The verse tells us that God was with Joseph, which means he had special Divine assistance. And you know, that's a Chiddush. Why is it such a novelty? Because where is the place of Divine assistance? It's really in the land of Israel. So Hashem, as we saw a few weeks ago, Hashem instructed Avram Avinu Abraham to, to leave exile, to leave Chutzlaretz, to leave the place of Tumah, of impurity, and to come to the land of Israel. And we find that HaKadosh Baruch Hu reveals Himself mainly, almost almost always, the Nevuah, the prophecy that the Jewish prophets had, was in exclusively, almost exclusively in the land of Israel. And nevertheless, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, His Shechina, His Divine Presence, goes along with Yosef to Egypt. And I would say perhaps as a pshat, the very fact that he was experiencing these challenges and difficulties, it's something that perhaps we've all experienced, I know I've experienced that when I had a very challenging time in life, a difficulty in my life, I felt Hashem's presence. I felt Hashem's, Hashem is there with me. I felt connected to Hashem. Even though at the same time it felt like, where is Hashem? So, there was an experience of a Yosef, and it's a lesson for us, that he goes down, he's dragged down to Egypt. There's a positive side, besides for all that we've spoken about, and that is that Hashem is with him, in a unique and, and obvious way. He has incredible success, even despite the fact that he's a slave, that he's in jail, he's always experiencing Hashem's divine hashkacha, his divine assistance in the negative places that he finds himself. And I would say, and I would apply this back to the first part of the Medrash, which, para- which gave us a parallel between the people of Israel and Yosef. If this is true of Yosef, that wherever he went, and all the experiences that he had, ultimately, there was a sweetening of the way things could have been. And ultimately, HaKadosh Baruch God was with him, gave him special divine assistance. So too the Jewish people as a whole, and each of us as individuals. It applies to us as well. Whenever we go through these things, whenever we're brought down, so to speak, whenever we have something that seems like a negative situation, there's a positive to find there. And it's possible to see, if we look for it, that Hashem's Divine Presence is accompanying us 
in these challenging situations. I want to bless you and I ask you to bless me. Shem should help us that we should be able to recognize that everything that happens in our lives is pre-planned, is set up for our ultimate good. And the challenges that we face are in order to cleanse us. Hashem should help us recognize and find the good in each situation. Hashem should help us to see that He is there with us in every challenge. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful Shabbos. This podcast was made possible through the gracious donations of listeners like you. For more podcasts like this, please visit www.arigoldwag.com or search on iTunes, Ari Goldwag.